Afro Verdict, brought to you by Sputnik Africa. Hey everyone, this is your host Victor Anakin and you're listening to Afro Verdict. A word that everyone has heard of recently is sanctions. And while the most recent association with the concept of sanctions is Russia, Zimbabwe can be called a sanction veteran, the people of which have been living this way for 23 years. Today, I'm joined by Gerari Martin, the Executive Director of Citizens Against Economic Sanctions, to discuss the sanctions imposed on Zimbabwe and how they have affected the lives of ordinary Zimbabwean people. Mr. Gerari, welcome to Afro Verdict. Please tell our listeners about yourself and your organization. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Victor. It is actually a pleasure to be uh, on your uh, program. And uh, us in Zimbabwe, we are actually honored because our subject is a subject that really needs to be spread to the world so that the people can see really what is happening. Firstly, uh, my name is Gerari uh, Martin. And I'm the executive director of an organization called Citizens Against Economic Sanctions. Citizens, Zimbabwean citizens who are against the illegal economic sanctions that has been uh, put on our country by America. And um, I can say, and here surrogates the Europeans. Um, you see, our organization, we have discovered that these sanctions are really affecting us. And we said, we need to come on board and, you know, be the voice for the people, the voice for the voiceless, the voice for the Zimbabweans, the people, you know, in our streets, in our community, in our rural areas, the real people who are affected by these sanctions. So uh, in general, we are saying we are an organization that is moving in all our provinces, in all our villages, our towns, our districts, educating the people, conscientizing them, you know, informing them that these sanctions are really there. Because, you know, when the, the imposers of the sanctions and the sponsors of the sanctions in Zimbabwe, they are saying there are no sanctions in Zimbabwe. They are saying these sanctions are just targeted at a few people, you know, our few leaders. But when we did a serious research, we discovered it was very serious misinformation. These sanctions are economic. These sanctions are, are on our government. These sanctions are on our economy. And the people need to be told, the people need to be, you know, um, woken up to understand what really is happening. Yes, Victor. Thank you, sir. And how many people has your organization reached? Oh, well, well, you know, our, our, our organization has reached more than, you know, we can say thousands and thousands, hundreds of thousands. You know, in, we are now in all the 10 provinces of our country and uh, we are now even in the districts of our country. Our organization has grown. We are almost, uh, we can say almost a million people have reached, been reached with this program and it is progressing and the people are starting to say, Really, we didn't know this is happening. We didn't know because when we go to social media, we are told there's no sanctions in Zimbabwe, it's corruption. But now a million people plus are waking up and America will soon realize that, you know, their charade is coming to an end. The people are realizing the real truth. Victor. Wow, no, that's marvelous. A million people, goodness, that's a lot. And almost and mm -hmm. even more, yes. No, that's great. Um, I read on some news outlets that you were signing a petition to the American government, uh, the UK, as yes. well as the UN for the removal of the sanctions. What's the progress there? Did you get a response at all? Thank you. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we actually started that process on October 25 last year, where we had a massive, uh, you know, citizens, um, you know, demonstration to the American embassy, where we besieged the American embassy in Harare. More than 10,000 people. We went there on foot, in buses, and 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 when we reached there. We signed a petition, almost 5,000 people signed a petition on that particular day to say these sanctions must be removed forthwith because they're illegal. America has got no right to sanction our country because we are an independent country. Their foreign policy is, is, is you know, um, affecting everything that we are doing. And after we did that, we, uh, we discovered and we sat down with our team and we said, you know, the people of Zimbabwe in our provinces, they say, but really what should we do? We said, we need to keep on putting pressure on the Americans, putting pressure on the EU, putting pressure on the United Nations so that they understand that this problem is affecting us. So we are in the process right now of um, amassing signatures. We are almost close to 400,000 signatures, wow. if I can tell you. and. We are in the process of, uh, you know, putting up resources and all the logistics so that we can now, uh, you know, uh, submit these petitions to the United Nations, to the American Embassy in Harare, to the European Union offices in Harare, to the British Embassy, to all the European capitals which are here, who are sponsoring these sanctions for the detriment of our country. Yes, Victor. All right, I see. And tell me, did you submit that petition? And if so, did you get a response? Uh, well, yes, yes, yes. The first one we did submit. Uh, we, you, you know, these people, they are so arrogant. Mm. They haven't even responded to the first one. But you know the way they are. We are still going to keep on submitting these petitions. But we know when we submit this one to, to the EU, to, to the United Nations offices here and other capitals, we know they will start to notice because already they know that these sanctions, uh, people are beginning to, you know, to question and to wake up and to understand what is really happening. We will keep on uh, pressuring them and we know they will respond at one time or the other. God willing, my friend, yes, God willing. Yes, uh, definitely. Tell me how exactly have the Western sanctions imposed on Zimbabwe affected the daily lives of ordinary citizens? Uh, Victor, we, we, we are in trouble here. We are in very big trouble here because these sanctions are real. These sanctions are economic. These sanctions are on our economy. And, you know, things are not going well the way they were before these sanctions were imposed. Our country was so peaceful. Our country was, um, you know, everything was going well. But right now, because of these sanctions, um, our daily lives have been affected. That's the first one. The second one is, um, you see, um, our life expectancy before the sanctions was maybe about 55. Our educational sector was the best in Africa and even in the world. Our universities were, were, were churning out graduates who were being, you know, every country was clamoring to have them. Uh, after that, you know, um, you know, we we had, you know, employment, the employment rate in Zimbabwe, you know, was was maybe four, five, ten percent before these sanctions, because you know, the industries were working, the mines were working, the agricultural sector was working. 
But when the sanctions came, things plummeted down. So we can say, you know, a lot of things are in the negative side right now because of the sanction. Why? Because these sanctions are economic. They are on our economy, not targeted at a single person. And when you look at that, you know, our healthcare has been um, affected. Uh, as I mentioned, our agriculture has been affected. Our industries have been affected. Our, our you know, um, our day-to-day life, you know. So we, we, we are in trouble, actually, if I can say, Victor. A lot of things has happened. Look at our, you know, our, as I was saying, our educational system was churning the best, um, the best graduates and, and everybody was clamoring and is still clamoring to get them. So the brain drain uh, is really affected our country. A lot of our people who are educated and, uh, you know, who have got all the, the, the human capital, you know, um, that we need have, have, resorted to leave our country and because of the sanctions they are being lured to england they are being lured to america to scotland uh, to australia to south africa and it is the imposers of the sanctions who are benefiting from 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 you know the the education and 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 the, the sweat that our government put in educating our people and they are luring them there and they are benefiting and we are losing so that brain drain the nurses you know Everything is not okay because of these sanctions. And also when you look at uh, the inflation that is happening because, you know, uh, our, our dollar has been so affected by these sanctions, you know, price control, I mean, price increases every day. Our people are suffering and, and, and everything is not okay. These sanctions have really affected us and, and we are suffering, my friend. We are suffering. For those of you that have just tuned in, I'm your host, Victor Anakin, and you're listening to Afro Verdict, brought to you by Sputnik Africa. As Zimbabwe continues to persevere despite the sanctions imposed on the country, Martin Jarare, he explains how Zimbabwe manages to develop in the face of the economic struggle. Mr. Jarare, and tell me, how do you describe Zimbabwe's achievements in terms of development at the moment? Uh, Victor, we are a very resolute people. Zimbabweans are a people uh, who will stand and, you know, work hard. We are hard workers in general. Um, if you look at our country, you, you will be surprised mm-hmm. when you come here. You won't believe that this country is, is under such a heavy, you know, weight of sanctions and a heavy regime of these sanctions. Our country uh, is developing. Our country, our construction industry is booming. You know, um, you, you come into Harare, you come into every part of Zimbabwe, even in the rural communities, you find that there are settlements which are being built. Of, uh, you know, our industries are churning out, you know, because we said if we sit down and say we're under sanctions and we stay, we'll die. Let us wake up. Let us defend our country. Let us defend our sovereignty. And you, you, you see uh, the Second Republic of His Excellency, Comrade Idim Nangagwa, leading ZANU-PF party, uh, has, uh, you know, the, the, the adage to say, we must develop our country ourselves. So we have dams everywhere. We have roads everywhere which are being constructed, finding the resources from within our country. Because with these sanctions, we can't get any, 
you know, loans from the IMF, the Bretton Woods Institution, the Paris clubs, or any other help we can get. Everything is coming from within. So our development is coming up. And um, look at, uh, you know, let's look at Zisco Steel, the biggest steel plant in Africa. It was destroyed by these sanctions. But we are building another giant is, is, is coming up in Manise. Um, still under the sanctions, uh, our construction inside, our, our, as I've been saying, is waking up. Looking at our agricultural revival, we are, you know, we have actually, as um, His Excellency was alluding some two weeks ago, we have produced the millions and millions of tobacco that even the, 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 the whites, when they were here, they never produced that. But we have done it this past season. We are now self-sufficient with wheat. We cannot import. Other people are importing from us. So you can see that our, our development is happening steadily and uh, we are moving forward. And we know these sanctions, um, if I haven't mentioned, Victor, we are on this regime of sanctions because of our land, Victor because of our land. How did Zimbabwe manage to, to carry on developing despite the sanctions? As, as I mentioned earlier, that we are very resilient people. We are a people who will defend the sovereignty of our country, Zimbabwe. We are patriotic to this country. And, you know, it is because even when the, 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 the white people were here, it is us who were working in the farms. It is us, the people of Zimbabwe, who were working in the companies. And they made the biggest mistake because they taught us. And with the education that we got from them, we are now developing our country. And also, we, we are very thankful to countries like uh, Russia. You know, Russia has been with us since the, the, the days of the liberation struggle. It's our all-weather friend. We're very grateful to countries like China. China has been with us. And China is still with us. Russia is still with us. And those friends have been helping us you know, with uh, their technology, with everything, and we are moving forward. And the other thing that we must understand is all this moving forward, we're doing it without any donor funding because they stopped everything. And they even instructed all these financial institutions through the Zidera Act to say we should not be helped. So we are moving forward and we are rebuilding our country. And, um, you know, it is a shock to them to see Zimbabwe still standing after 22 years of sanctions and they are devising each and every way to destroy us. But look, what is happening right now is Zimbabwe is going to elections uh, in August, right? And this is the time that you find that they are coming with so many other mechanisms of weakening our economy, you know, of, uh, of uh, devaluing our dollar so that maybe the people of Zimbabwe might rise against the government, but people of Zimbabwe are waking up to see who is really destroying us, Victor. Yeah, no, I'm glad to hear that. And Mr. Jarare, tell me, in what way have the sanctions affected the IGAD member states, IGAD being the Intergovernmental Authority on Development? Um, I'll tell you, Victor, um, you know, these sanctions have affected a lot of people, a lot of countries and our neighbors. If you look at, you know, when these sanctions started, you know, a lot of people, they, 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 you know, ran away from Zimbabwe en masse to go to neighboring countries, to go to other partner countries. 
and even to go to Europe. But mostly we would like to look at the, 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 the countries that uh, you have mentioned. Um, you know, those are also countries that are developing. And when they are developing, they are also affected by the influx of foreigners into their own lands, you know, the, 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 their own, uh, you know, social delivery services are affected, you know, their clinics, their hospitals. And also when, when we are, you know, um, you know, as neighbors in this, in this, in this uh, part of Africa, you know, if one, one other neighbor is injured, all the other countries, they suffer. So these sanctions are not only affecting Zimbabwe, but other neighbors because also their economies are slowing down because they will benefit from Zimbabwe's agricultural sector as the breadbasket of Africa. They were also benefiting from the exports of Zimbabwe because we were an industrial powerhouse. But uh, now uh, they are not uh, no longer getting all the, you know, the materials they used to import from Zimbabwe. They are now maybe importing from somewhere else because our industries, are, you know, the big major industries have been affected. You know, as, as you know, Victor, Zimbabwe is endowed with uh, mineral resources more than any country, you know. And when these sanctions are um, affecting our production, everybody else is affected. Yeah, Peter. you know, that, that makes sense. No, it's terrible. Tell me, um, Aliona Duhan, the United Nations Special uh, Rapporteur on the impact of unilateral coercive measures on the enjoyment of human rights, visited Zimbabwe to assess the impact of sanctions on the country. And she concluded that the sanctions had worsened the pre-existing economic challenges in the country. Why do the sanctions remain imposed despite international condemnation of the unilateral sanctions? Uh, Victor, it's so terrible that um, the Americans are bullies. The Americans are very bad people. And the Americans will tell you that they, uh, they put sanctions on Zimbabwe because of human rights abuses. But that is, you know, not the real reason why they sanctioned our country. The first thing is the Americans sanctioned our country because of our successful land reform program. You know, we went to war in Zimbabwe to, to, to fight the imperialists, you know, the invaders of our land. We went to war, a protracted war, which was very difficult for our sons and daughters. We won that war. It was bloody. We defeated the British. And when we did that, The Lancaster House Agreement, you know, stopped our government of His Excellency, um, Comrade Robert Gabriel Mugabe, may he so remain in peace, um, to talk anything or to do anything about our land for the next 10 years. That was a close in the Lancaster House Agreement. Our government, because of being the way it was there, you know, they listened, they waited for 10 years. And the war veterans, the survivors of that liberation war, because they went to war for land, right? They were very, very, very much disturbed. But come to, after those 10 years, they started to agitate to our government to say, we need the land, we need the land, the people are landless. And that is when the Americans and the British realized that we are now having problems in Zimbabwe. Right. They started to restructure our economy. They started to send us some very funny programs, you know. And um, by year 2000, we went into the farms and we occupied our land legally. It is our land. It is not their land. We went to war for it. We won that war. And we are independent today. 
when we took our land and redistributed to the people of Zimbabwe who now have produced the bamba harvest of wheat, of wheat and tobacco, right? It is us now you can see the fruits of that. So the Americans and the British and the white world discover that if the land reform program of Zimbabwe succeeds, the whole world will start to do exactly what the Zimbabwe did. And they sanctioned us. They sanctioned us. And we are feeling the brand. Now, Victor, look at this now. When Elana Duhain came to Zimbabwe and assessed the situation on a mission from the United Nations, she concluded that, yes, the sanctions has worsened the, 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 you know, the, the day-to-day living of the people of Zimbabwe and the sanctions are really impeding on the human rights of the people of Zimbabwe, right? She put up a report which was released and said, these sanctions are illegal, they must be removed because America has got no right to do that. Now, the Americans are keeping on because they, they are the ones who are controlling the United Nations. It is a pity that that is happening. And, and the United Nations or the, the United Nations Security Council is toothless to the Americans. Look, if, if I may deviate a little bit, look what the Americans have done to Iraq. Look what they've done to, to, to Afghanistan, to the people of Palestine today are being butchered by Israel, being supported by the Americans. And America is saying they are defending the human rights of the people of Zimbabwe. What human rights are defending when the people of Zimbabwe are suffering because of the sanctions that they put? What human rights are they supporting uh, in Zimbabwe, in their Zidera, which they say in the first chapters, they have sanctioned Zimbabwe because we went to war in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. We went to the Congo because it is a sadder country and we needed to protect, you know, that country from the invasion of the Americans who wanted to, 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 to invade and, 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 and maybe um, share that country within themselves. We defended that. In Africa, we stand by each other. We are brothers. And still, that is why you still again see Zimbabwe standing because our brothers in other African countries are supporting us. Number two. America is still fighting us because they are saying if the land reform program in Zimbabwe succeeds, South Africa will also come and join. And I want to warn America today that South Africa is coming for their land. There's no doubt about that. There's no question about that. The ANC government is coming. The people of South Africa are coming for their land. They are going to take their land. They are going to take their land. The people of Kenya, the Maasai in Kenya, they are seeing the successes of the Zimbabwean land reform program. They are seeing it every day. The Maasai are coming for their land. Even the, 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 the Americans there, the Americans who are staying in, I mean, the Indian Americans, they are also coming for their land. Everybody is coming for their land because in Zimbabwe, we set the pace and the world is seeing that it is possible. Even with their sanctions, the world is waking up to say, we need to be independent. We need our sovereignty. We need, how can the Americans be say they are guardians of our sovereignty when they are the people who are fighting us with the Rhodesians? It was the Americans, it was the Germans, it was the, the British. The entire white world was against us in the Bush War. But we fought, we defended, we went to war with nothing, not even a stick in our hand. But the people of Mozambique, 
they stood with us. The people of Tanzania, we thank them. They stood with us. The people of Zambia stood with us. The people of South Africa stood with us. The black people of Africa stood with us. And the world stood with us. And we won that. And because of our land, even today, if we say, okay, fine, we are going to change our stance on whatever they call human rights. And Victor, I would like to, to mention something while I'm here. The world is beginning to discover that what the Americans call human rights is homosexuality. We don't subscribe to that in Africa. We've got our way of, we have got our own way of life. Their own homosexuality and own, their own religion, their own nonsense is theirs, not for us. They cannot come and instill and, and, and push things into our mouths and to say that is democracy. That is nonsense to us. We have discovered three, four, five days ago that Yoweri Museveni in Uganda put a law to say no to homosexuality is not part of our culture in Africa. They must keep their culture there where they marry each other. In Africa, we don't do that. And now we are saying to the people of, 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 uh, of America, they should stop. They should stop. And we discover that in Uganda, what they call human rights is homosexuality. When the Ugandan government passed a law to say no to homosexuality, they sanctioned them because they are saying not homosexuality, but they, they call homosexuality human rights. Can you believe it? It is not part of us. So in Zimbabwe, we also understand what they call human rights in Zimbabwe. It is that. So, Victor, Elan Duen, when she came here and condemned the worsening of the, of the plight of the Zimbabwean people, um, we thought the Americans will wake up and say, ah, okay, let us remove these sanctions. But we discovered all is because of our land, because of our national resources, because of our, because of our, you know, um, they want to mine our mines. Remember, we've just discovered the biggest resources of oil, most probably in the world, in Muzarabani oil fields. It's a shock to them but we are going to manage it. We are, we are the biggest producer of lithium. Can you believe it? Here in Zimbabwe, we are the biggest, we are going to be the biggest because we've got the biggest oil, I mean, um, gas uh, find in Lupane, gas, here in Zimbabwe. The British are starting to make inroads to come and say, hey, people, maybe we need to talk. We've got the biggest uh, resources of coal here in Zimbabwe. And the people are discovering that Zimbabwe is a lying giant. The Americans are still holding on to us, but you know, with their abuse, we are going to rise up. We are going to defend our country. We are going to defend our mineral resources. Our Zimbabwean people are going to be the miners. Our Zimbabwean people are going to be the farmers. Our Zimbabwean people are going to be the, the, the beneficiaries of these and everything, you know. So we are saying, please. Leave us alone. We are suffering, but we are going to wake up. And also, while I'm still there, Victor, we'd like to thank Russia. We'd like to thank the BRICS grouping that is coming up. The hegemon of the American dollar, the, 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 this world is going to be multipolar because things are changing. That dollar of the Americans, no one is going to use it. It is now being thrown to the dustbin, and the Americans are seeing it. 
and the American can see that, you know, the BRICS is coming and Zimbabwe is joining the BRICS community. And when we join the BRICS community, we are going to be trading in our own currency and in the ruble, in the yen, and in the currencies of the other world. So we thank the BRICS community for coming to defend us. We are joining it and America will feel the brand of what it is churning to the people because the sanctions they're putting on us and the world because of um, what we have. Look what they're doing to, to Iran right now. Iran is trying to develop a nuclear, you know, um, energy system for, for the benefit of the energy sector. But because America is against that, they are saying they are sanctioning Iran, but Iran is going forward. Russia is moving forward. Every These sanctions are reverberating on the world and on them. And Victor, uh, the world is rising. The world is rising. Okay, and my next question for you is about the Southern African Development Community, which designated the 25th of October as Anti-Sanctions Day. How is this day important and what function does it serve precisely? Um, thank you, Victor. Um, the 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 the, the SADC, um block is is very important to to us here in Zimbabwe and in Africa because you see uh, the SADC block is is a grouping of countries that um, um, in Southern Africa and um, it's a trading block and also it is um, a political block uh, so it is very important to us that um, SADC when, when at first they didn't understand, they thought uh, Zimbabwe was under sanctions because of human rights abuses, because the Americans invested, the Americans and the British, and, and uh, let me say the Western world, invested millions and millions and millions of dollars into the, 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 the you know, mis, misinformation of saying Zimbabwe is under sanction because of uh, human rights abuses and corruption. So all the people, that is the notion that they had. But uh, as time went on and, you know, with the push of our government, you know, the, 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 the first government and uh, the second republic, they, they started to realize that something was amiss here when they started to get information, real information. And also with the kind of uh, work that we are doing, you know, they realized that, no, 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 these sanctions are, you know, um, you know not targeted the first thing. And they realized that the real reason why these sanctions are there is because of the land reform program, you know. So Sadek sat down and said, no, we are standing with the Zimbabwe. We are standing with the people of Zimbabwe. These sanctions must be removed to say, you know, um, let us start to campaign to the United Nations to say to have these sanctions removed. So the October 25 anti-sanction day is very important to us as a people of Zimbabwe. It is very important to the people of Africa. It is very important to, to the government of Zimbabwe, which is fighting to have these sanctions removed. It is also very important to know that um, the, 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 all the presidents of uh, countries that are in SADC and also out of SADC, ECOWAS, COMESA, let me say all African presidents, when they went to the United Nations General Assembly, they all stood up and gave a very strong you know, address to say, America removed these sanctions because it's not only the Zimbabwean people who are suffering, but the entire Africa is suffering because of the reverberating effects of these sanctions. And also because, you know, as I mentioned earlier, that, you know, you know these sanctions are really economic. They've got nothing to do with the human rights issues they talk about. They've got nothing to do with the rule of law. Do the Americans have rule of law? They are decimating other people's, you know, um, uh, human rights all over the world, as I said. 
And, you know, I'll take you back a little bit. Chester Crocker, who was uh, the Secretary for African Affairs in the American uh, Congress, said to remove the people of Zimbabwe from ZANU-PF, we have to make their economy scream. So that statement, you know, tell you point blank that these sanctions have got nothing to do with what they 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 are proclaiming to do it has everything to do with uh the 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 you know they are you know uh fight against the people of zimbabwe their fight against you know the masses of this country their fight against the ruling part of zanu pf it has got nothing to do whatever they are claiming but all to do with the people of zimbabwe so the Sade governments cannot stand and see another country sovereignty being tripled upon. They have, because if they don't support us, it is coming to them. These sanctions are being used as a regime change by the Americans and the British and the Australians, the Canadians, and actually everybody. It is only the people of um, you know China and the Russians who are supporting us who really know what America is up to. So we are happy with SADC and um, their fight is our fight, and their call to have these, uh, you know, uh, illegal sanctions removed is well accepted in Zimbabwe. And uh, their call they are putting to to the UN, to and to all other world bodies, and their pressure is really beginning to bear fruit. We saw that with the coming in of uh, Elena Duhayne, who came from United Nations. It was not only the people of Zimbabwe who, you know, had to come here. It was also, you know. The, the the efforts of SADC, ECOWAS, you know, uh, all other, you know, African Union and um, the 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 other 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 blocks that support our sovereignty, Victor. Thank you, Mr. Zarare. And lastly, what message would you like to convey to people around the world about the impact of these sanctions on ordinary, down-to-earth people, citizens of Zimbabwe? Thank you, Victor. That's that's a very um, Beautiful question. To the people of the world, firstly, I would like to say thank you for standing with Zimbabwe. You have stood with us from time immemorial. We and we have realized that without your 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 you know your support, Zimbabwe could have fallen. Zimbabwe could have fallen into the hands of the imperialists. But uh, thank you to 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 Russia. Uh, you know the Soviet Union uh, stood with us during the liberation struggle. The AK-47 liberated this country, and it is a symbol of freedom to Zimbabweans. It is a symbol of freedom to Africa. It is a symbol of freedom to the oppressed people of this world. We'd like to thank the countries in the Latin America. We'd like to thank the Chinese. We'd like to thank all the socialists of this world for standing with Zimbabwe. And the biggest message you'd like to send to America is your time is up. Your time of bullying and destroying other countries, destroying the, 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 the sovereignty of other nations is up. The world is waking up. And to the policymakers in America, your sanctions are coming back to hit you because the sanctions they've actually made our people in Zimbabwe to stand up and to start to work hard for themselves. They had taught us to be, you know, people who were waking up to be, um, you know, people who should be employed. But thank you again for your sanctions because they've made us to, to rise up, to discover that it's not only employment, it is to create our own employment. Zimbabweans are now giants in their selves. We are now creating our own industries ourselves. We are not only waiting for the, 
the Americans or the British or the white men to come and open industries here. We have done it in agriculture. We are given the land. We are now farmers. I'm a farmer right here. I was given my own farm. And I'm a farmer. I produced bumper, bumper harvest of, uh, of, of uh, tobacco. And, and I've got money thanks to your sanctions. And also, you know, we are saying, um, I'm a miner here. I'm standing here because my government gave me a claim. And the people, simple people from the villages are mining. Everybody's mining. Everybody's farming. And it is because we are resolute. We are warriors. We will keep on developing our country without you. Look right now here, the policymakers of America and around the world, stop harassing other people. Stop coming. Stop creating wars that are, you know, destroying other people in other countries. We are seeing right now, as Zimbabweans were saying, we are standing with Russia in Ukraine because you wanted to destroy the Russian, the Russian empire, but now the Russians are standing up. We are seeing what you are doing in Ukraine, pumping weapons, destroying the Ukrainian people. They are dying like flies there. What human rights are you doing to the Ukrainian people? If you love them, you won't be, I mean, supporting this war. You won't be sponsoring this war. And also to the people of Zimbabwe, we are saying, as we are going to our elections, let us stand up and fight and defend our country, defend our ruling parties and UPF, which has got the people's heart and the people's human rights at heart not the puppets they are coming to, to sponsor you in Zimbabwe. We want to tell them that the people we are sponsoring in Zimbabwe, they will be defeated and it will be a mess. We are coming back. We are defending our country. We are defending our sovereignty. And to the people of South Africa, we are saying, we have discovered that you were put on sanctions three weeks ago. Your aviation industry has been sanctioned because you are participating, uh, you are in supporting of Russia, we are saying to the people of South Africa, go ahead, take your land, it is yours. To the people of Kenya, the Maasai, the land is yours. To the people of uh, Tanzania, the Chama Chama Pinduzi, the land is yours, take it. To the people of uh, Belarus, you are sanctioned. Keep on standing up, keep on working with us, support us, we'll support you. And also we are saying to the people of the world, the American dollar is crumbling join BRICS, join other forces, and let us work together for a world that has got peace, a world that has got harmony, a world that has got no wars because we can't be forced to go to war. Look at what is happening in Sudan today. The people of Sudan are in trouble because of the Americans. They are meddling. The Americans should stop meddling in other internal affairs of other countries. Let people choose their own governments alone without the coercions of sanctions or any other benefits that the American wants to do. They have got their country, they must stay there. We have got our countries, we must stay in our countries. And I thank you, Victor, and I thank uh, Afro-Verdict for giving us this opportunity. And the world, please stand with Zimbabwe, keep on putting pressure. Please let us stand with the people of Palestine, let us keep on pu putting pressure to the United Nations. And we are fighting that the policymakers of this world it is not only the G7 countries that have got access to the Security Council of this world. Africa needs a seat, a permanent seat in the, in the United Nations Security Council. And we are, you know, as a grouping of African countries, we have got the resources, we have got the means. And right now we say to America in conclusions, African resources are for Africa. 
you must find your own resources or you buy it with your own currency. I thank you, Victor. Dear Mr. Jarari, thank you so much. Uh, it was a real honor to have you. And thank you for expressing your beautiful and powerful message of the resilience of the Zimbabwean people in persevering despite the terrible, terrible sanctions imposed. Thank you. And that was Martin Jarari who explained that the resilience of the Zimbabwean people is the key factor to Zimbabwe doing its best to carry on moving forward despite being weighed down by the sanctions imposed by the West. Dear listeners, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and got another verdict of what's going on in Zimbabwe. Don't forget that you can listen to our Afro Verdict podcast on multiple platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addicts, Pocket Cast, AfriPods, Castbox, and Deezer. Check out our Sputnik Africa Telegram channel, Facebook page, and Twitter account to always be up to date on local and global events. Stay safe, dear friends, and until next time. Afro Verdict, brought to you by Sputnik Africa.